What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Lowe Thomas, founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. To keep the music flowing, we'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. The music world moves fast. Want to stay up to date on the latest albums and get in-depth examinations with the artists? Check out Consequence of Sound, the podcast. Bite-sized album reviews for the music fan on the go who wants to stay in the know and much more. Subscribe to the series on iTunes or your favorite podcast provider and let the writers of Consequence of Sound steer you right. Check it out at consequenceofsound.net slash podcast. Consequence Podcast Network. Welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with... It's an audio interview series presented by WFPK Independent Louisville at WFPK.org, Consequence of Sound, and the Consequence Podcast Network. Go ahead and take a moment before we get into this to hit the subscribe button so you can keep up with this interview series. I'm Kyle Meredith. Today, my guests, guests, plural, Sting and Shaggy, together, that's right, they have just put out a record earlier this year called 44876, which was very much a surprise to anyone who didn't know that they were recording together. I'm going to talk to both of them about uh, the collaboration, what it means to both of them, how it works out for both of them, the songwriting, the political nature of some of the songs, their love for reggae, how it relates to their older songs, and what the two might have in store for us in the future. I'll also throw in a question about Dune, because why not? It's Kyle Meredith with Sting and Shaggy. Hey, Kyle, what's up? How you doing, guys? 
I'm good, man. This is Shaggy. I just woke up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always happy to get an artist right as they wake up. It always means really great things. (laughs) Yeah, I'm very vulnerable, so be careful with me. It's really fun to talk to you guys about one of the most fun records of the year with 44876. Uh, congratulations on this one. This is, uh, I mean, as everyone says, it's out of the blue, but it's a whole lot of fun. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, a little uh, strange to a lot of people. But really, <laughs> when, you, uh, when you get down to the meat of it, you know, it isn't all that strange. I did notice that we had uh, one new song with Skank Up. Uh, is this from the same sessions or are you guys still knocking these out? No, that was done uh, late one night in one of our hotel rooms after a lot of gin. <laughs> and the first thing Shaggy came out with was, oh, Lord, what am I doing here at two in the morning making a record? And then <laughs> it just ended up being, oh, Lord. I mean, that that sounds like it bodes well for the future. Like, this isn't just going to be a one-off album. You know, are you looking to keep, is this going to keep going? Should we keep expecting these? Well, well, I'll tell you one thing. We have a very strong friendship, so... If, if, if the music doesn't continue, the friendship certainly does. There you go. You know, and um, you know, we kind of take it day by day, ear by ear, play it ear by ear by ear, I should say. Yeah. And uh, whatever comes out of it, you know, I mean, so far it's been magic, man. And, uh, you know, it, it, a lot of people don't get it, but that's kind of what's fun to us. <laughs> because we like seeing their <laughs> when they when they do finally get it. Well, yeah, because diving into the record, I thought, you know, reggae itself has a long-standing message of love. It always seems like that's the heart of it, that's the root of it. And when you're writing songs, like there are songs on on this record that reflects what's happening in the news out there. And I thought, you know, what a perfect time to try a record like this, because as artists kind of grapple with how to write these songs, it seemed like this is one of the most perfect paths that could be taken. I think it's probably a little bit of a happy accident and also a healthy instinct for the right thing to do. So it's a combination of both those things. Yeah. See, I think, I, I think with reggae music, what makes it so perfect for uh, these times is, you know, we are in dark political times, as it is. But it is, if you look at the history of reggae music, it's always not just been a music of love and sunshine and, and fun and good vibes. It's also been a very, um, it's, it's a revolutionary type of music. You know, you listen to early Peter Tosh, Bob Marley, some of these songs were um, revolutionary type of music, you know, as well as, you know, it could be love songs. So it, it, I think it's the perfect type of music to, to, to kind of subtly bring your message to the, to the people, but in a nice way. My mom always says, or my grandmother actually always says, she says, it's not what is said is how you say it, you know? So, uh, I think that was Fat Domino. Well, I didn't know Fat Domino, but I, but I knew my grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> she got me from Fat Domino, oh, yeah, bro. Okay. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, I'll throw this question to both to you because, you know, you've, you've both tried styles, uh, plenty of styles. Sting, you've obviously tried tons of styles. What's the challenge here of playing towards each other's streams? Uh, Sting, reggae for you and, and, and Shaggy, whatever you bring into Sting's world. Uh, I, I'm still trying to figure out what is it I bring into Sting's world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, the book's still open on that one. But um, actually, that's not, that's not true. He brings, he brings a lot of joy and spontaneity to, to my life. And uh, the Sting show is... A, it's a real reflection of um, our conversation, you know. And it's all—it's very funny and light and sweet, but there's also a, a sort of steely nerve to it as well. Sort steely of a, nerve. Steely nerve. Steely yeah, nerve. I, just, I just made that up. I just woke up. Okay, all right. Cool. <laughs> I'm digging. <laughs> it does. It does allow both of you guys to take the weight off of being the front man, doesn't it? That's that's got to be fun. Oh boy, that 
that's fantastic. I, I do yeah. half the work, and it's it's you know it's twice the fun. But it's great to share the load in everything, even in this interview, for example. You know, when I might drop off to sleep, and he'll take over, and vice versa. And the same on stage, uh, we we tend to finish each other's sentences. That it really does help. It's good when you're uh, you're with someone that you're that comfortable with to take a to take a step back. You know, like I'm I'm very comfortable. When are you gonna do that? <laughs> I, know, I, I tell you when I do it. <laughs> But it, it 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 it's good to just kind of let somebody that you trust, you know, take that take that lead. You know, what I mean, it's it's uh, and and it won't happen any other way unless the you know you have a a strong amount of um, confidence in that person. You know, so it's good. I mean, really, I don't know who that is, but um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll let you know. <laughs> Appreciate that. That latest single with it with "Get Back My Baby," I, I can't help it listening to that Shaggy without thinking that this was the result of "It Wasn't Me." Really? Yeah, like like this is this is chapter two of that. You think they're autobiographical these songs? Oh, I don't think they have to be autobiographical, but even in fiction, it's it feels like it would make the great uh, part two of it. Uh, like I said, and I mean, have um, you know what? You know what? It, it's great to do songs that are relatable, and and a lot of them are not you know, autobiographical in any way, but it is relatable to people's lives. You know, the thing about it wasn't me is either you're banging, you know, somebody banging, you wish you were banging, but it it is very relatable, you know, because this, these things do happen. And the thing with Get Back My Baby is kind of the same. There's so many people that you know is in that position where they're, they sometimes don't mean to take advantage of people or, or, of, or of their situation, but they end up do, and they're sorry. And uh, some people get a chance to redeem themselves, and some people don't. You know, some people really have to fight for that chance, and it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to actually get that person back. I think, and I think that's that's what this really, you know, the song really speaks to be speaks to me in that way, where it's like, oh yeah, you're really, really trying. You've recognized how wrong you were, you know, and you're sitting there looking at the four walls, saying, "Damn, what did I do?" You know, and it's very, it's very relatable. Well, I've forgiven you, Shaggy. You have, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guess that answers the autobiographical okay. part right there. Thanks. Well, it's okay. You can take this baby. <laughs> you know, I'll um. L- let yeah. me throw that one further down. H- have either of you ever thought about revisiting any characters from your songs to do that uh, outside of you know like conceptual pieces or, or or Broadway or anything like taking any of any of your old songs and saying what happens next? Yeah, that happens all the time. You know, you you have certain sort of tropes that you you follow. You know, the jilted lover or the, the sad guy. Or, you know, I mean, yeah, you do that. Oh yeah, you listen to have this song. Everything talk about pain. King of pain, 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 pain. You just love pain. It's so Why is it, do you like so much pain? I used to like pain, but I grew out of it. Well, I mean, because I've been listening to all these lyrics in these songs. There's a lot of mention of pain. What kind of pain was you in, bro? Toothache. 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 This live show. Do, do you guys get to reapproach the back catalog songs to rewrite them for this for for to to fit this style at all? I mean, you know, we're singing each other's songs. I'm singing a song that I was reticent to sing at first. I'm singing It Wasn't Me. But I, I realized it's actually a moral parable. And uh, and so I, I sing it with a quizzical look on my face. But it, it's, it's interesting for me to play that role. And then another song, we, we do Crooked Tree from the album. And Shaggy plays the judge and I play the felon. And it's kind of a lovely uh, lovely little pantomime in the middle of the show. We yeah. enjoy that one. And we're, we're on stage throughout the whole show, man, from the beginning to the end. It's not a segment where it's a sting segment 
or a shaggy segment. We do each other's song. You know, they, they, I join him on uh, Every Breath You Take, uh, you know, and a number of songs, um, Feel Free to Set Him Free, songs like those. And so we trade, you know, Love in the Seventh Ways. We trade songs back and forth and just add little things to them that, that make them, uh, 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 you know, just make the whole thing intertwined and works very well. And on paper, it might not look like it, it works, but when you see it, man, it's it's been it it, it has been a, a lot of fun, and it's really entertaining. It's not a stretch, of course, if if you know either of your all's back catalog. I mean, obviously, Sting, you've got plenty of history with reggae, uh, with, with the uh, with the police songs. For you, it, it doesn't seem like it's as big as dive as people might think it is, right? No, not really. I mean, the common ground that we share is a love of, of reggae. You know, Shaggy is an authentic reggae dancehall star, and I, I just dabble. But I, I, I come from a place of respect and also uh, an understanding of it. So, um, yeah, that, that's the common ground we began. Oh, you know, I, I think it's not really about the reggae so much. I think what people are, are, are is about is like, what the hell is he doing with Shaggy? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's the part. You know, they look at me as this, this really... Um, disruptive, disruptive, bad influence on you. You know what I'm saying? I think it's the other way around, actually. Well, I know that, but they don't. <laughs> you know, like last night, last night I, I ran into this lady who says to me, she says, uh, she says, she was saying, oh, yeah, I was just at the concert. And uh, she was she had a couple of drinks. And I was like, what do you mean she, you're at the concert? What, what concert are you talking about? She said, oh, I was there with the, the, the guy that was in the police and the, the dirty dancing Jamaican guy. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't recognize she didn't recognize well you know she was drunk out of her mind when I was in the bar the bar that you didn't come last night that I went by myself thank you perfect audience yeah but I just thought it was funny as hell and she says oh it was great and she kept talking about it and I was like okay clearly she wasn't a fan of neither you and I no. she didn't even know you should like this. the guy that used to be in the police <laughs> I was like oh you mean Sting it's not a hard word to remember. It's one word. <laughs> You're two guys yeah, with one words, by the way. It looks nice on a poster. Yeah, ridiculous names. Ridiculous. <laughs> I want to hit back real quick on something about that because we're talking about those early days, uh, Sting with you and, and, and the early parts with the reggae and the police. You know, a few years later, Paul Simon does Graceland. He kind of gets knocked around for appropriation. Did you all ever have to, was that ever thrown your way as well or, or even later at all? No, I think it's a ridiculous charge, you know. I, I think, you know, if you come in from a place of respect, then it's ludicrous to... I mean, music is a common language that we all share, and the, the genres might come from a particular location, but once they're out in the world, everybody listens to them, you know I mean? You know what I think? I think the appropriation argument always comes when you're successful. I, you, listen, I was born, raised in Jamaica, I still live in Jamaica, and they, told, they, they, they charge me for appropriation. How about that? <laughs> is that true? You know, I mean, it, it, it is, you know, the minute I started selling to the mainstream and selling huge numbers and going diamond and all of that, all of a sudden I wasn't reggae. I wasn't, you know, Jamaican enough. I wasn't black enough. I wasn't anything enough. And, you know, it was, you know, appropriation and I'm whatever it, they, they call it. It doesn't usually come from musicians. You know, so, yeah, it musicians, is. Just musicians understand the process. Right. Yeah. You know. I'll kind of introduce something here as a fan, too, that um, it's uh, like 30th anniversary of uh, Nada Como El Sol. I hope I'm saying that right. And I thought that would be an interesting set of songs to kind of put into this version right here. I, you know, just a request. 
Yeah, well, we, we do Fragile every night, and Shaggy wrote a new verse for that, which she sings at night. So, yeah, the, the songs are evolving as the partnership does. Well, I, I love seeing it. I hope it keeps evolving. I mean, what else do we have to get from this? I mean, we're, we're touring up in December this year, and then we'll, we'll see. We'll see, uh, yeah, we'll see after, after December what goes on. We, we do have, as, as, as much as you might not believe it, we do have separate careers. <laughs> Yeah, but we, we miss each other when we yeah. do that. Yeah. Every time we go and do our own thing, we're like, uh, nah, I think we should probably just come back. <laughs> All right, quick unrelated question before we head out of here. I know we're at the end of the time here. The new Dune movie's coming out. Any chance for a cameo in it? You got any interest in that, Sting? Uh, nobody's asked me to do that, no. I still got a question. Do you? No. No, of course I don't. No, of course. This has been a real pleasure, guys. I sincerely appreciate you taking the time here. Congratulations on this record, 44876. We'll look forward to whatever happens next. Thanks, Kyle. Thanks, man. God bless you. You too. Bye. And a big thanks to my guests, Sting and Shaggy. Again, that new record, 44876. It's available now. And hey, if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button right now so you can keep up with our series, whether you're listening on YouTube or the podcast version, iTunes, wherever you're getting this from. Subscribe, give a rating, then leave a review. And after that, you can head over to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show every Monday through Thursday from noon to 3 Eastern. You can always listen into that one as well. You'll find some bonus episodes of this series over there, too. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.